Mark Myra and Shane Allen here. It's the Gentleman's Club Podcast. Make sure you listen to us Monday through Friday, 3 until 7 on 94.1 The Zone. Subscribe on Stitcher and uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Just search the Gentleman's Club. Um, we got some best of coming up, including, Shane, uh, one, a, a segment that we did that our boss said it was one of the best segments we've done this year. Oh, man. Remember that? Yeah. And we were listening and we were not hearing it. Yeah. We were like, what? This, this, what was it? It was about Pittsburgh. It was like Pittsburgh low-income housing. Yeah, yeah, But for me, one of the best segments we've ever done, and I think uh, it was on one of the podcasts, is I don't even know what we were talking about, which is good. It's important that it's that forgettable. I think it ended with us mouthing the sounds of fireworks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then yours sounded like an old man being thrown against a cliff. (laughs) (laughs) Anytime we're doing silly voices, it always gets me. Yeah, but look, different strokes on different folks. That's Mm. what I I always say. (laughs) That's what you're offering on Craigslist. I I stroke (laughs) folks differently depending on how they look. Um, So we we got some best stuff coming up. But Shane, we got. I want to get a a recap of what's going on with your vehicle. Okay. If you don't, if people don't know what what's going on, your your the hood of your car won't open, right? Yeah. So the situation is uh, the hood latch uh, in my car. Uh, it pulled it off uh, because I'm so strong. Um, <laughs> like from the inside. From like the inside. The yeah. How do you how you open it up? Yeah. I I pulled the whole system off. So for the past few months, I've just been kind of tugging on the cord to open up the hood. Uh, and then apparently the last time I opened up my hood, I must have closed it so so hard because I'm so strong Strong boy. Uh, that now the cord is just stuck. So the hood won't open. I've taken it to two different shops, and each time they keep on telling me, oh, yeah, we can do it. And then they call me back uh, an hour later like, oh, bad news. Yeah, definitely can't do that. So I've been wasting all my time. What was um, the, was their solution to drill into the hood and then just buy you a new car? So w- one place where I bought the car and I'll never do anything with them ever again. They told me they needed to drill into my hood, take off the hood, get a new hood, paint that hood to match my car in order to make this whole thing work. Let me guess dealership. Yes. Yeah. They always never going to do anything with them ever again. Cause they, so they didn't do anything with my car. Cause I told them definitely don't do that. That sounds insane. I've never heard anybody say they had to have their car drilled into unless they're in a freaking uh, demolition derby. Yeah. So, uh, I took my car away from them and, but they still charged me to do nothing Dude, with my car. It's, it's the worst. You got to do it. Everything a certain way or like, Gonna avoid the warranty. It's like, why do we even have a warranty? Like, oh yeah, so um, you know, we're gonna cut you a deal today because you know our guy's been working out for two hours, so we're only gonna charge you for a half hour work though. And I was like, but you guys didn't do anything with the car. Yeah. He's like, oh yeah, well, so yeah, it's gonna be like sixty bucks. I'm like, okay, great. <laughs> Never gonna do anything with them ever again. Uh, then I took it to Pet Boys. So I was like, they fix cars? I guess. Well, no, they don't. Not, not mine. <laughs> so I was like. I just want to, I needed to find a place that was open on Sundays. And apparently every, I didn't know that auto mechanics were so Christian because they're closed on Sundays everywhere. It's Pet Boys and that's it. Monroe Muffler. Yeah. Monroe. And Valvoline. Like those are your three choices. Those are the atheists amongst the the car people. Is Pet Boys like Valvoline where it's just like you go in, you you bring your car in, then like a 12 year old boy changes your oil and gives you a rim job or what? Is it that same concept or is it something different? Yeah, I mean, they they do some minor repair stuff and they do like tires and they do uh, they do oil change and 
that that stuff. I love Valvoline because you go in there, you're sitting yeah. in your car, and like usually an oil change, if you just go to a place with a special, it's like fifteen bucks, right? Somehow they make an oil change ninety seven dollars, and I do it every time because I'm so lazy and I just want to get it done quick. Yeah, no, I'm with you, and, and I just. I stopped going because I'm so tired of them trying to upsell you the entire time. Just like they just like keep on ripping things out of your the engine of your what about car. This? Hey, <laughs> you, you look at this. This looks dirty as hell. It's like yeah. you just replaced it the last time I was here. Oh yeah, yeah. And I'm just just uh, testing you. Yeah, but you could get the 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 garbage Canadian oil. That's sixty dollars. But mm. if we get the synthetic oil, uh, that's not going to explode your car. That's going to be eighty five. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on underneath the car, too. Yeah. I feel like there's just like six dudes 69ing my yeah, car. It's, if you want your car... All right, play, Tommy, start sucking! Yeah, it's, like, it's, like a, it's like a frat house is taking advantage of your car. And then, yeah, every single time, too, I'm like, I got a coupon for this oil. It's supposed to be only $30. And then they're like, oh, no, yeah, see, this is for the regular oil. Your car only yeah. takes double secret uh, Asian black market oil. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we had to get this stuff right out of the whale. Yeah. Blubber free. It's going to be $100,000. So what's what happened to your car? You finally got it somewhere. Well, I mean, we'll find out. Oh, is that even? I had to go for a consultation. I They told me to take it to a collision shop. So I went to a collision shop and I thought, oh, I'll just Jesus. give it to the collision shop. No, no, I need a consultation first. Uh, some lady comes out and takes pictures of your car while I go poop in their bathroom. <laughs> it's unnecessary. I pooped in their bathroom and uh, it wasn't that great, the bathroom. Um, but yeah, I take it in on Tuesday and they're like, oh yeah, so we got to take off the bumper. And uh, this is, I, I don't know why this is how I talk. It's, I, like, I don't. it's like a grease monkey slash baby talk. <laughs> so oh, bumper go, come on. We got to take off the bumper, go boom, boom. Uh, but they were like, so it might incur some more damage. Like, uh, isn't that the opposite of a collision? Wait, is sorry. Did I pull into a collision shop? And not a collision repair shop. New okay. You never heard new collision. <laughs> if you got into an old collision, they'll collide into that, your car again. That's my bad. Yeah. That's my bad. Uh, so yeah, uh, we'll find out. I don't know. Isn't your car the one where uh, you you tried to uh, you tried to get an automatic starter and then your car stopped? You got an the, automatic starter yeah. and your car automatically stopped working. This is where it all went downhill. This is where it all started. Yeah. The fiance got me an automatic starter for my car, which did not work. And I had to take it back there four times. And the fourth time was to be like, hey, can you just get this the hell out of my car? I'm tired of seeing you people. It's exhausting. So, yeah, once they put the automatic car starter in there, just things stopped working in my car. The air stopped working at one point. Blinkers. I, like, it was just insane. And then, yeah. So, yeah, now I have a car that doesn't have air. That it's, it's still no air still rattling <laughs> it is rattling how many how many more years of payments do you have on it and dude i had the i have the worst plan ever <laughs> i think i have 20 more years left i think i this is like a student loan i took out on this car and like not that your car is bad but it's not like nice it's no just it's a not car. it's just a <laughs> it's not great it's gonna have no resale value after all these people are taking off my bumper and <laughs> Farting into the back seat and whatever the hell they're doing. Well, you got baby mechanic in there. This car is a baby went boom boom and trunk. <laughs> it's gonna cause more damage. This car, this car is brutal, man. Yeah, I remember my car. I fin I just finished paying it off like years ago, and I brought it in to because it was so old. Cause I like you said, I had like a thirteen year load on it, 
that brought it in and they were just like, look, we're going to give you $200 and that's us being nice. Mm. So maybe you'll get 200 bucks. <laughs> I, I think I just, my best plan of action now is to just drive as fast as I can into a wall and <laughs> kill yourself. <laughs> End it all. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's do uh, let's do some of the best stuff of the week. Beep, boop, boop, boop. Shane, I knew that Pittsburgh was a uh, more like the ritzy part of town. You know, all, all the the rich people there. It's it's got a median income that's double the country, and close to triple some of the poorer parts of Rochester. So that's that's where all the rich people live. Pittsburgh, right? We all know that. That's well established. It seems like a stereotype, Mark. <laughs> but uh, but yes, it's true. Yesterday. Uh, there was a town hall meeting because there's one more parcel of undeveloped land in Pittsburgh, Shane. One oh, there's more. only one left? There's literally one left. Okay. I, around, I think it's one left, okay? And um, somebody there, they wanted to like make a retirement community, but also it was thrown in that possibly on that parcel they could do some lower income housing. And this is Pittsburgh style yeah. lower income housing. You ready mm-hmm. for this? Yeah. Housing that would be affordable to people that make fifty to ninety thousand dollars a year. Oh, oh, that's disgusting. Get the poor's out of my town. Oh my god, lower middle class, fifty to ninety thousand dollars a year. Oh, disgusting. Can you imagine somebody making ninety thousand dollars a year and having to go into low income housing in Pittsburgh? Mm, I, I would love to. <laughs> All right, so I would love to imagine that. So I think it was like somebody on the town board was like, "Hey, this." This parcel of land, we should give it to somebody that's going to build some uh, low-income housing, which in Pittsburgh is fifty to ninety thousand dollars salary, okay, or you know, income for the home. the uh, The town hall that they had this in, they had to have the fire marshal come by because they were breaking the fire code. They had so many people in there upset by this. Oh man! All the richies were so upset, <laughs> so upset that they they couldn't even get enough. They they couldn't. They had to deny people from coming in because the fire code was going to break. This is, uh, uh, or be broken. This is amazing. I love Pittsburgh. I lo- never change. Well, I mean, you got to give it up to them for, you know, doing their civic duty, right? I've mm-hmm. never, I'm never going to go to a town hall. If the town hall meeting in my town of Irondequoit, which is just filled to the brim with low-income housing, um, if they had a town board meeting that was like, hey, come on, uh, come on out. We're giving away $200. <laughs> I would still not go. <laughs> Actually, I'd show up. Um, yeah, it's... It, it, and it would literally be one area of Pittsburgh, right? They yeah, got one more. That, that's, that's all it takes, Mark. And then the rest come in. It's like a germ. You know, you get somebody making $80,000 a year. Oh. All of a sudden, they're bringing in their friends, right? Who make seventy-five, And then it just trickles down. So all of a sudden, you're just dealing with this disgusting, probably pervert yeah. that is making $50,000 a year. Oh, my God. Making they, a decent car payment. What's What's that? What's that? You own a Hyundai Elantra in Pittsburgh? How dare you? Mm. Wall-to-wall carpeting in your house? You disgust oh, me. Contributing to a 401k, but not a Roth RIA. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if that's the right word. Yeah, you're close. I'm so poor. <laughs> um, so I looked it up. If yeah. you make, Let's say you make $80,000 a year. And you have like a normal amount of debt, not like a crazy amount of debt, just a normal average amount of debt. You know, you're, you've got, let's say, credit card payments and student loans. You got like 500 to $600 a month in that. OK, but you make $80,000 a year. I looked it up. You can afford a house that's worth between two hundred and three hundred thousand dollars. That would be their low income housing, Shane. 
two hundred to three hundred thousand dollars. That's what they're upset about. That's what they packed that place in to stop all stop these freaking vagrants from coming to Pittsburgh. <sighs> that place is gonna die out. It is the oldest, whitest people living there. They're all gonna die soon, and then there's gonna be nobody living there. No, dude. Because they have so much money, they'll never die. Oh crap. I forgot about the rich living forever. Dude. Yeah. Why do you think Bernie Sanders be, got hurt today? <laughs> have, you never been to, have you not been to Pittsburgh blood transfusions? Oh. Mm, I haven't. Yeah. I yep. have not. Where I live, it's a nice comp. Riga. Riga. I, have you heard of it, Shane? I heard this where all the uh, poor people live. Yeah, it's like the west side of the west side. That sounds, okay. Honestly, <laughs> that sounds really bad. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I went in there when I first bought my house. I was like, ooh, you know, I'm going to this garbage town, Riga. I'm going to be the richest man in the land. But it's uh, Riga has a different type of rich. They, they, Riga does have poor people, but also has the type of rich people that own like three RVs and two boats, and they want to have a farm to raise their boats on. Mm-hmm. There's just so many people with huge houses and barns that are just filled with toys, like ATVs and snowmobiles and <laughs> boats, and they just fill their barns with that. And I want to turn into that kind of rich guy when I'm older. A farm man? A farmer with a barn filled with, like, NASCARs. Hmm. NASCAR cars. Um, I th- I'm trying to think of Rondequoit, uh, East Rondequoit, yeah. where I'm living. I guess once you get closer to the water, it gets more, more pricey there. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, Mark. But so I always, I try to remember the like around the Koi is just across the bay from Webster, right? Yeah. So Webster, you have normal, lovely humans, and then around the Koi, you have the the garbage ghouls, right? Mm-hmm. Is that how it works? Mm-hmm. And it's just the water separating you guys. Yeah. It used to be a Webster boy, and you went over to the garbage ghoul side. Fun fact: they actually don't teach you how to swim in around the Koi, okay. and that is a Webster decree. It's to stop us from getting over there. Beep, boop, boop, boop. So we got this woman out of Texas. Her name is Emily Clow. She applied for an internship at a marketing company called Kick-Ass Masterminds. Okay? And they went through her Instagram, apparently. And uh, if you pulled up the link a few months ago, she there's a picture of her at a pool. And she's wearing like a one-piece one piece bathing suit that's got like like kind of the un- underroo part, the underwear part uh-huh. of the bathing suit to cover up that part of her body. Yeah. But then it opens up to the stomach and then it shows a little, a little, a little tasteful underboob, hmm. covers the front and then comes back up. But it is a one piece swimsuit that she's wearing. Um, and apparently this, uh, this company, this marketing company called Kick-Ass Masterminds, um, sounds super legit, um, saw this and they were like, Oh, we, we don't like that. So they they posted on Instagram a, an inst, an Insta story with that picture. They grabbed her picture, an applicant's picture, posted on their Insta story, and wrote PSA because I know some of you applicants are looking at this. Do not share your social media with a potential employer if this is the kind of content on it. I am looking for a professional marketer, not a bikini model. Go on with your bad self and do whatever in private, but this is not doing you any favors. In finding a professional job. Wow. Um, Too hot to get a job, Shane. Okay. I mean, I guess it is a little weird to give them your Instagram. Mm-hmm. It, unless you're like 
doing marketing on your Instagram or something like that? Like, if it's just your personal page where you're just, she's in a bikini a lot. Is she? She's in a bikini. Where's her Instagram? Oh, what am, I, am I missing her, out on something her, here? Listen, her butt's everywhere. Mm. So good for her. Yeah, well, this is just full on butt cheeks. She's just a <laughs> she's just an Instagram model. Okay, um, <clears throat> but also, uh, what kind of marketing firm turns down a lady that she's really good at taking pictures, especially of her butt? I'll send you the link. It, I mean, kick ass this kick ass marketing or whatever it's called has ass in the name. Uh huh. You'd think you want a little tush, a little cheek here and there. Well, you know? Mark, it's kick ass marketing. It's not piece of ass. <laughs> that's my that's uh, my company. I think they should look. Whatever. If they don't want to hire her as an intern because of those pictures, that's fine. Maybe not posting about it and calling her out like that. Yeah, like, definitely. It's not like she's an employee that did you wrong. She literally just asked for a job. Just not even a job. Unpaid internship. Okay. Uh-huh. Just whatever. Then don't. Then that's fine. Then don't, don't don't hire her. Uh, I mean, but I guess they are better at marketing than we thought. Because here we are talking about them. Kick ass marketing. Because I was gonna say, not good at marketing. If you turn down a hot lady, because hot ladies run marketing. They're like the target. That's what we do for advertising, right? Yeah, it seems like uh, the hot uh, the hot lady world all congregates around marketing and PR firms. Mm-hmm. They're not, there's, there's no, there's very little guys in PR and definitely no ugly guys. Mm-hmm. Hot ladies. Yeah. I mean, you should do what we do as a company and hire Be people terrible. over 80 years old who uh, might have some big um, I mean, shots. we've, um, we've turned down people before because of their Instagram page. I know that for a, a big old fact and that's, and I didn't think it was right. What was on their Instagram? There was a lady that was, uh, she'd post more like risque type photos. How bad could they have been? There was like, you know, there was some definitely a lot of boobage. Oh my God, who cares? I don't. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know. Unless it's like her filming her gynecological visit and I was getting in deep in there. Who cares? But I mean, that's what I, that's what I was told is that because of the booby pictures, she did not meet the standards of this radio station. Well, not so much this station, but Other, like, you know, oh my God. our sister station. Because they'd be That's out representing problem. Warm 101.3 and they have videos and, and pictures out there of, of boobs and butts and stuff. I, I hope nobody looks at my Twitter then. I know. Because I'm the production director for Warm 101.3. The things I say. Yeah, but you haven't shown any, any, any boob. There's definitely a ton of bad boob in any picture mm-hmm. that I you know, show. And I try to do as much under boob as possible. Shane, um, a lot of people will agree that space um, it is the final frontier or might be close to one of the final frontiers. I've heard that. Out there. Um, and if you want to go to space as a private citizen, it's going to cost you some money. And I've got the layout of the prices right now that are out there. NASA is your most pricey. You're probably not going to be able to do it as a, a, as a just a private citizen. NASA's saying that to get you in a rocket to go into space... That's $50 million, just to get you into space. The old Lance Bass special. Yeah, $50 million, and then $50,000 a night to be in the International Space Station. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's, that. that's how that's playing out. NASA rocket, 50 mil. But there's um, not SpaceX. Who's Bronson guy? Virgin. Virgin Air. I think his price. Virgin Galactic. Yes, Virgin Galactic, 250 k to get you into space. Yeah. 
but he does it. The, the, his isn't a straight up rocket, isn't it? Like a more of like this a plane that takes off into space. I think he has one that leaves the like atmosphere. That like the ones you see the videos of people like I'm floating. Oh, look at me, I'm floating. The guy, the announcer from uh, Saturday Night Live, yeah. went to space. Yeah, Richard Branson <laughs> is making me float, mm, featuring my floating vomit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Bobby Moynihan has it. You're just loving Bobby Moynihan. Two hundred and fifty thousand, and then still fifty thousand a night to get into the International Space Station. Yeah. Um, I've seen some that are more affordable though. I don't know why I've been more keeping... Than tw- more affordable than 250000 Yes. There's Ooh. like some Russian company that you oh, can great. buy into. I want to say it's like... You have to send them like five grand. Five grand? That's, a, that's an airplane ticket for some places. Yeah, it's like, well, and it's not done yet, but you're like buying into it. It's like a pyramid scheme for space. Yeah, it's just, like, just going to have some strong guy <laughs> named Blago try to throw you into space. But I've been seeing a lot more places saying that they're building like space hotels and that they're going to be doing like a, a, a space hotel on the moon. Mm. There's going to be like a floating space station. Yeah, yeah there's, there's a dude that's like making the um, space version of Noah's Ark. Like he's like a doomsday prepper. So he's looking for a bunch of people to invest and they're going to put the animals and take them to space? No, just the oh. humans, I think. Okay. Maybe some animals. I don't I don't know why I feel this, but you know, it's one of those things where like if you just think about something enough to to you can make it happen. Like don't people have those boards where you just like will stuff to happen, you put stuff on your board of crap you want to happen in your future? A dream board? Yeah, whatever it is. I feel like I'm going to end up in space someday. I don't know why. Shane, I just feel it in my bones. It might sound stupid. Like I'm a big, dumb, fat idiot that nobody likes, but I feel like I'm going to end up in space. I mean, the things I've been seeing, it's in our lifetime. Mm-hmm. They're going to have these things. I don't think, I still don't think we're ever going to be able to afford it. Because we don't have Lance Bass money? Yeah. If only. I I would love to be in space. I think that's that's uh, so interesting. That seems so fun to be weightless. Mm. Um, uh, I mean, this the rock, getting there is what's, Seems awful. Just seems like the worst thing in the world. It's, it goes by pretty fast, it seems. Yeah, but... And if you die, you die fast. I don't know, man. You don't, the, you don't even I know you're dead. The challenger. You're dead before you even know it. What you need is a space elevator. Have you heard this technology that people talk yeah, about? Yeah, I've heard that from um, uh, Charlie, the chocolate Tra- factory. <laughs> space elevator is where it's anchored to the ground, and then there's a satellite that um, is in complete... Uh, completely synced up with the Earth's rotation, and then you put like a pole on it, and then you just elevate her up. That seems easy, I guess. Or you, you know, you could just take a rocket and not mm. be such a coward about it. Uh, I'm going to elevate it. And I was thinking too, the International Space Station station has to be so boring. Just a oh. bunch of nerds peeing in rags, <clears throat> doing nerd stuff. Like, come on, just going to space seems. Like boring, like that gimmick is gonna wear off pretty soon. Being weightless, like you, how long can you sit? Like, how long can you really be in a pool before you're like, ah, I get it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's I imagine that's gonna be the same amount of time there. Maybe a little bit more. You know, that's why like the the couple space stations I've seen, they have like space activities. You know, you got space basketball, space sex, uh, space sex. We need space sex. 
Yeah. I've heard that nobody's had sex in space. Really? That's for real. Nobody's no, had I sex in space. No, I thought they tried because they were like trying to see if they could impregnate a lady. They were there. trying. Do you know how they do the airplane that goes up and down to make it seem weightless? They were trying oh, to. I know f- that move. <laughs> they were trying to figure out. I've seen where they were trying to figure out if they could do it, but I've heard that nobody's had sex in space. Oh. I, I, Me and you I could be the first. You think so? I bet they have. They're up there a long time. Yeah. And you're weightless. I wouldn't be the first person to masturbate in space, but it would be the first thing I do, mm. if that makes sense. I'd be the first person where the first thing they did was masturbate in space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just I'd be sitting there with you and be like, "Oh man, ship's falling apart. Just got hit in the head with some glue." Beep boop boop boop. So Shane, we know President Trump. He he ran on it. It was a chant: build, build the wall, right? Or was it build a wall? It was the wall. Build that wall. That wall. I think it was. Oh my God. Well, or no, he, build the wall. Build he wanted wall. to build a wall between the United States and Mexico. That was big for him. It was big for his supporters. I was thinking, move that bus. And you know, he's got a, he, I mean, his supporters want him to deliver on this. So it's no surprise that uh, when he's not able to deliver on like something like border security, right? Mm-hmm. When we've got the whole, uh, we got all of South America coming here and hitting the border. It makes him look bad, right? Sure. Here were some of the ideas that he tossed around in order to stop illegal immigration and, and all that stuff. Okay? Mm-hmm. And what he wanted to do. He wanted to go beyond building a wall, Shane. D- dare I say the next one might be build that moat. Here's what it says. Key passage. Privately, the president had often talked about fortifying a border wall with a water-filled trench stocked with snakes or alligators, prompting aides to seek a cost estimate. He wanted the wall electrified with spikes on top that would pierce human flesh. After publicly suggesting that soldiers shoot migrants if they threw rocks, the president backed off when his staff told him that was illegal. But later in a meeting, aides recalled he suggested that they shoot migrants in the legs to slow them down. That's not allowed either, they told him. Uh, And... At another point, he said, you are making me look like an idiot to some of these aides. Uh, he shouted, adding in a profanity as multiple officials in the room described it. I ran on this. It's my issue. Don't want to make him look like an idiot. OK, you better get that boat built with poisonous snakes in there. All right. Mm. Wow. We're literally going medieval on their ass. How, how my I mean, it's amazing that he thought that those were good ideas in order to uh, keep well, uh, immigrants out. They're not bad ideas. How? But how do you cost that out? Like he asked them to get a cost estimate on it. I, I mean, maybe moat. Maybe a moat. You can get a cost estimate on a moat across the border, right? Sure. The snakes and alligators, though. I mean, you're going to need people to take care of those snakes. They can't. No, you just dump them in a moat, dude. These alligators can't live off illegal immigrant flesh alone. Okay, they're going to need food. They're going to need sustenance. The alligators eat the snakes. The snakes Snakes eat the alligators. Eat the uh, toes of Mexicans. I mean, circle of life. I think think this this seems really hard to do. This is like if you asked a seven-year-old with ADD to draw a fortified border wall. This is what I would draw. Snakes, some alligators, big old spiky things, electrify it, right? Well, yeah. I mean, anybody can climb a wall. Not everybody can get a, around a moat filled with alligators. I love too that he wanted to. They had to back him off from shooting people, right? 
Yeah. We, we had to back him away from that. And then he was just like, he tried to settle on, oh, just shoot him around the leg area. So then they had to back away from that. So, I mean, what what's the worst thing he's done so far? Separate families and put children in cages. It's honestly like, out of all those uh, things that he said there, that's kind of like the nicest thing. Look, we'll keep them alive. It'll be a nice cage. We'll have a dog bed to sleep on. They'll have a toilet water fountain that they can play with. It'll be great. I just don't think he understands snakes and gators, really. Like, you, they aren't going to be just, like, filled all the way around, you know? Like, you have to dump a lot of gators in there. Yeah. And, they, like, you can walk past an alligator and not even know it. Like, I've seen these pictures, these uh, videos on YouTube. Mm-hmm. People just walk past gators all the time. I don't know. I think you need it stronger. You need to... I like, I like where his head's at. Okay. I just don't like, you know, maybe he puts more money into cloning... Get some dinosaurs back for the border. Okay. I mean, if we're going to go all out, let's go all out, mm-hmm. right? Let's electrify that sucker. I mean, we got to have our side be... Which side are the gators supposed to be on? I'm thinking, this is what I'm thinking, fortified wall, and then on the Mexican side... That's they where would the be gators coming. are. Yeah, you're not going to put the gators on the other side of the wall. You got to feed these gators, dude. You don't got to feed the gators. I don't know why you even... think you got to feed these gators. You have to feed a gator? You don't just feed these gators. They aren't going to be government issued gators. They're they're just dumping gators there. They're taking g- Florida gators. Oh, trash gators. Okay. Uh, the scariest gators. They've been chomping on the feet of Floridians. They've got the meth blood running through them. I think I don't know. I think it's the logistically, Shane. I think you are simplifying it too much. Gators need food. Snakes need food. You know. I, uh, you've never shooting? worried about an animal before, and all of a sudden you're worried about the gators at the wall getting fed. I'm just saying, man. I've never even heard you talk about your your dog needs to get fed or anything like that. We feed them Mex- illegal immigrants. Hmm.